Welcome to Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials, a show where we delve week by week into each chapter of the Harry Potter series. Welcome, Ari. Welcome back, everyone. Ari, how are you? It's been a minute. It's been a minute for us. I'm great. In a minute, I'm going to need a phenomenal man or woman to pump me up. Pump me up. Yeah. It's been a minute for us. It won't feel that way to the listeners, but just so you guys know, we came back from a break. Okay. We were on a break. We get time off too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm good though, Adam. How are you? I know you've Adam has been emotionally going through it with his <laughs> his TV shows. <laughs> I have to I have to find elsewhere what Joe Rowling did not give me with not putting Harry and Draco a together. Queer, I have to get yeah, enemies to lovers somewhere line. else. Right, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um No, it's I've been fine. How was your how was your holiday? Your Christmas and your New Year? You know, it was fine. It was a little bittersweet with our our dog. We had two dogs and one of our dogs passed away. So it was like the holidays were always going to be weird. But I did get to go see my, my mom and Melinda in Arizona. And my sister had just moved into a studio apartment. So I got to see like her new place. And then we stayed at a, a hotel nearby with Khaleesi. Um, and then my mom flew in. So that was probably the, oh. the last like family trip before we move mm-hmm. across the pond. So that was nice. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we just did, we didn't do like a lot for Christmas. We did a very minimal Christmas since we're about to move. So we're just prepping for that. And you went to South Bend. How was that? Oh, it was cold because it was the storm. (laughs) Yeah, the blizzard. You went in the middle of the the blizzard. blizzard. There was like 18 inches of snow. Um, It was RJ's first white Christmas. His first one ever? Mm -hmm. Whoa, that's wild to me. Because he always, in college, he always went home back to Phoenix. And then... Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. We moved to Florida. And last year, it didn't snow on Christmas. Oh, well, that's good. Good for him. Yeah. I'm wondering if, if I will have a... I've had that thought. I'm like, will I get away Christmas at some point again now? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Um, you could always go up to Scotland because I'm sure there'll be more snow up there. For <laughs> yeah, in the mountain, in the, in the highlands. In the highlands. Ari, this week we read chapter three called The Advance Guard. What happens in this chapter? Harry is transported to the Order of the Phoenix headquarters. Yeah. Or wait, yep, Harry is go. escorted. Harry is escorted. He's given an, to, an official escort. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's Security, getting some royal treatment secu- right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter is experiencing what Prince Harry experienced previously. Chapter three opens by Harry composing three letters that all say the same thing to Sirius, Ron, and Hermione. And then he's just like pacing around his room because he's just like wrought with tension. And it's talking about him like clenching his fists and like grinding his teeth. And I was just like, what an image. <laughs> so funny. Um, he he definitely grew up in a Petunia Vernon household with this kind of. Oh, image. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Vernon Pursing and Petunia. In, yes, exactly. 
Um, so he's curious while he's um, grinding his teeth and and clenching his fists. He's also thinking about uh, who's who sent that howler. He's just like, yeah. who sent that? What was that? Um, he's really he's really spiraling here, you know. Um, and then Hedwig gets back, and y'all already know what I'm about to say. This no. man does not appreciate this Canceled. owl <laughs> in the way Canceled she Harry deserves. Potter. She deserves to be appreciated. This girl just got back from hunting. You, we don't know how long it took her to get that frog. She could have been hunting for hours, Adam. Adam, for hours. She was on a chase to hunt down her dinner. She might have been fasting. Because this man won't feed her. We don't her. know. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just I'm like, you don't know how long she was out. And so I'm just like, okay, Harry, you're already pissing me off because you're being mean to Hedwig. And he does say that he regrets being mean to her as soon as she left. But I'm, you know what I say to that, Harry? Too little, too late. Okay. Too little, too late. It's happened more than once in this book series. Yes. We've seen you be mean to Hedwig already. So we're not, I'm not having it. Anytime you're going to be mean to Hedwig from here on out, mm -mm. we're going to have to hold you accountable, Harry. Your owl is going to get taken away from you if I'm there. He has one friend and he, he's going to treat them like that. Don't be friends with yeah. Harry Potter, folks. Don't be friends with Harry Potter. He will take <laughs> his, his problems out on you. If there's one thing you learn from this book, and I'm actually not being sarcastic, <laughs> don't have a friend like this. <laughs> right. It really is. He is not kind to his friends in this book. I know he's going through it, but there's a better way to ask for help, Harry. So um, he ends up uh, at, like giving her the letters and he's like, don't come back here until they've given you like a real response. And then she's kind of like, okay, geez. And he's like, what are you waiting for? Go. <laughs> so then she's like, happily. Hedwig is like, I will I don't, happily I don't be around get out this of energy. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oops, the letters fell as soon as I left the window. Can't go get them. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and so she leaves with the frog in her mouth. She just has to like eat on eat on the road. Yeah. This poor girl. First of all, unsafe, unsafe flying conditions to, to, flying to conditions. multitask like that? Yeah. Come on. Just like let her eat her dinner at least, Harry. Chill out. It's hard to eat fries and drive at the same time. So I commiserate with Hagrid. I get yeah. it. It's really hard to eat those chicken nuggets if you want some sauce on them too. And you know yeah, you what should do you, have the sauce I mean, you on have to. Nuggets. There's steps. Right. Yes. Anyways, Harry doesn't get it. And spoiler alert, he never will. <laughs> <laughs> um, he falls asleep. This part was this part funny to you, Adam? He falls asleep after Hedwig takes off, and the only reason he actually can drift off to sleep is he expects three long responses the next morning. He's just like, ah, yes, and they'll tell me all about it and how sorry they are tomorrow morning. Ah, yes. I found out recently. That apparently owls are very slow flying birds. Like they fly very slowly because they're hunting birds. JK. <laughs> so they do a lot of like, they don't like flap their wings. Oh, yeah, yeah. They like soar more than anything. Um, so they're very slow Joe, for that reason. And I was what like, What are you doing? How, why did, why was owls the one that they chose? Like, yeah. 
I mean, I get I hummingbirds are small, but you know, write write with a small little quill, and you can probably fit a letter on on a little, <laughs> a little tiny one. Zip zap zap. It's right just on weird. Them. It's also weird because like a lot of the times the owls are delivering mail by the day, and I'm like, but they're nocturnal, so. I don't know. It's weird to me. I'm like, if it's everything's like overnight and like she specifies that, then like fine. But it seems like the owls are just flying around any time of day. And that's unusual. I mean, also you have to think about the owls. The owls are taking the daily profit from London and dropping it off to Hermione for breakfast at Hogwarts, which is in Scotland. Well, that, okay. Well, that, you know what? I'm going to say that those owls do uh, take off at night because they just need that much time, Adam, to fly. <laughs> like, they, they do. They need to fly in the middle of the night. So fine. And then they just sleep at Hogwarts. And then they have a big old, they're holding a newspaper. And imagine if it's the Sunday paper with the <laughs> yeah, bunnies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My God, how many pages is it? Oh my gosh. It is crazy. It is crazy that they're just. I mean, Hedwig carried an entire broomstick at one point, or uh, an owl. I don't know if it was Hedwig. I can't remember in the books, but in the film, Hedwig delivers a, a whole broomstick. So, I don't know what's going on. Th- these owls also have super strength, I guess. Um, but Harry wakes up the next morning, and much to his disappointment, uh, he does not have mm-hmm. three very long responses. And so he's just, Harry, this is why it's better to just go into things with no expectation. <laughs> I'm telling you Absolutely. now. <laughs> just, just don't have any expectations, you know, definitely like hope for the best or like, you know, remind yourself that like, no matter what happens, you'll be okay. But it's better to just not have expectations. Uh, so Petunia is sending him food or giving him food through the cat flap in the door, which I forgot the cat flap was like a thing. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot there's it was a cat there. flap in his door for food, and they lock it. They can How like lock go to the bathroom. I'd like to pee now. Oi, I got a piece. This is what I'm saying. J.K. Rowling needs to like address witches and wizards seeing to their needs more. This is the bathroom question I would have, not how did wizards vanish their poop before the chamber? Like what? what? That was not the yes, information Adam, I was asking for. Is she? Are we supposed to believe Harry's like vanishing his poop and pee in his room? Because I'm sorry, I don't believe that. I don't want. I don't know. No, 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 no. Let's no. not even go down that. that yeah, seems, let's just. That seems moving on for Harry. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, true. Moving on. Um. Uh. So he's getting food through the cat flap. Um. He's trying to ask her about the howler, but it's like she's not even. You know, she's probably already gone by the time he's like trying to ask her questions. So uh, this whole day, he's just aching with dread because he's just he's continuing to spiral. He's he's trying to figure out what he would do if they broke his wand in half. Would he go live with Sirius? What, is it that bad what he did that he would go to Azkaban? Like he's just right. really he's going through it. Um, And. After he's been kind of spiraling throughout the day, Vernon comes in to his room and shares with Harry that the three of them are going out. And Harry's like, okay, girl, bye. bye. Like, <laughs> why did you come and tell me? Do you think he came to tell Harry because he wanted he wanted Harry to ask why? So he could bring Probably. up. Yeah. Well, we won an award. Actually, we did win an award. So I was waiting for him to say it because I remembered that was why they left. But he didn't. He didn't bring it up. So after the Dursleys have left, 
um, Harry's home alone, but he hears a crash down in the kitchen. And at first he's like, oh, there's robbers. But then he's like, well, robbers would be trying to be quiet. So it can't be robbers because these people are just like, oh, wow. Would you look at what a nice free range oven. (laughs) Like they're just <laughs> chatting about whatever's going on down there. And so he's like, um, okay. So he like kind of gets up to go investigate, but before he can even get to the door, it swings open. And then uh-huh. he slowly goes to the stairs, which I was like, Harry, with everything you have experienced, he does have his wand out. I'll give him that. But he just yeah. casually walks to the stairs. Like I would be like, who is it? Who's there? Before I even like walked around the corner it's just crazy that he's at adam he's at the top of the stairs he's literally just like he has put himself directly in the line of fire he may be he may be the dumbest character in fiction it might (laughs) it might be true we don't know jerry is it harry potter (laughs) is it harry potter oh god thankfully luckily for harry harry just has some really good luck Um, Mm -hmm. He gets to the top of the stairs and looks down and sees a bunch of people, like uh, eight or nine people. And he doesn't lower his wand, even though he recognizes uh, the voice of Mad-Eye Moody, the real Mad-Eye Moody, not uh, Junior. The first time we meet the real Mad-Eye Moody. (laughs) Yes, this is the the first time we're, and the first time Harry meets him, which is exactly what he thinks. So he's like, Mm Mm-hmm. This is weird because I thought I met Moody, but it was actually a dark wizard in disguise. So he's already kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to put my wand down because this is right. weird. I'm sketched out. But then he mm-hmm. hears Lupin's voice. <gasps> Lupin's Lupin. back. Lupin. Um, and poor guy. Harry, Harry notates that he still looks tired or he looks tired and like rather ill. Um, but he's smiling at Harry. So he must be in good spirits. Um, and then there's some other people. Specifically, there is a witch with a heart-shaped face and violet spiky hair. Mm. I never know what a, is a heart-shaped face. What is a heart-shaped face? I it's think just it just like means round she has, and. I would assume it means she has like an upside-down triangle face, but she also has a widow's peak. Oh wait, do I have wait? I have a widow's. Do I have a heart-shaped face? No, it doesn't look like a heart. It's too like like her like her jaw like comes like she has a larger forehead, so it looks like that. But then also because I don't know, I have no idea. I'm making sure. I'm not good. I'm not good with face shape. I still don't know what type of face shape I have. I'm just not good at it. I'm trying to think. Maybe Melinda has a heart shaped face. I don't know. Anyway, um, I know he notices who. I know who. Who. Nymphador Tonks. <laughs> Bitch. Um, uh, yeah, this is Nymphador Tonks and her heart-shaped face. Um, so she's specifically mentioned, we don't know her name yet, but she's kind of like the initial character that is singled out. So there's the whole thing again of everyone saying the same thing, that Harry looks like his dad, but he has his mother's eyes. It happens again. Okay, now, but it's now it's really annoying. Can I tell you why it's annoying now? Because we don't have a description of him, and we also don't get a description of what James and Lily look like. So it just is like, it doesn't mean, it's not, it's nothing. It's so stupid. He looks like his dad and his mom's eyes. Wow. Wow, he looks like his parents? 
Crazy how Imagine. genetics work. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. So uh, Lupin asks Harry what his Patronus is to verify his identity for Moody. Because Moody's like, well, wouldn't it be great if this was an imposter that we brought back? So Lupin's like, well, what was your Patronus? And Harry's like, a stag. And Lupin's like, yep, that's him. Is there a situation? I guess there hasn't been a situation yet where someone has seen Harry's Patronus. It really is just Lupin. But I was like, I don't know if a Patronus, what is your Patronus, is like the security question I would go by. No. Last four, you're social for sure. <laughs> I mean, he later he asks him, like, what was the creature that was in the tank in my office the first time you came in or something? And I was like, that's a good mm-hmm. one because it's just you and Harry. Right. That was a Grindylow, wasn't it? Yeah. What was the Adam? What was the what was the movie we watched in fourth grade uh, where James you closed beach. my f- yeah <laughs> you closed my finger in the mm-hmm. VHS box? <laughs> That's my security question for Adam because no one else would know that. <laughs> well, now everyone else does. Yeah, I'm, they're gonna impersonate me, Ari. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, Lupin is the only one that actually takes a second to ask Harry how he's doing. We love Lupin. Mm-hmm. What a sweetie. We love. Lupin really is one of my favorite characters in this book series, for sure. Um, yeah, here. <clears throat> I feel like if I could meet any character, it would probably be Lupin. Um, he shakes his hand and he asks how he's doing, to which Harry says, fine. Harry. Harry. You have been bitching this whole time about how no one cares what you're doing and you're so annoyed with how everyone's treating you. And then this man actually asks you how you're doing and you just go, fine. I understand like the impulse, but like just to be like, fine. Well, actually, wait, hold on. I I haven't heard anything. What's going on? Which he does in a second. He does start to ask like, okay, what's been going on? But I just feel like the fact that everyone else is so paranoid, you think that he would be like, oh, Okay, there must be something else going. I just feel like he doesn't have he doesn't have perspective. If someone asks me how I'm doing and there's also like people in the room that I've never met before, I'm not going to be like I'm in a very depressive state right now. <laughs> yeah. No, not that. <laughs> not like that. Yes, 100%. But like I'm just like just a little more of like, well, I've, I'm just kind of confused what's going on. Like it's just anything, but maybe that's very English to just be like, "Oh, fine." Yeah. Oh, right, rightio. Right. Pip, pip. Uh, yeah, yeah, pip, pip. Oh, jolly good. So Tonks tells Harry uh, she's actually the reason that the Dursleys are out. Uh, she tricked them by nominating them. Well, not really. She told them they were nominated for a best kept lawn competition. <laughs> I mean, even without knowing like the them, most she really Dursley knows them. thing. No, yeah, yeah. uh huh. She must have done. It's very she impressive. did some. What is that called? Recon. She did some recon where you yeah. like look in. Yeah, yeah, reconnaissance. Uh-huh. She was on a reconnaissance mission with the Dursleys, um, which is why it lines up, Adam, because she keeps talking about how clean they are, and she's like, "Oh, they're so clean. It's so tidy." Yeah, mm, she's okay. shocked by how clean they are. Her dad is a yes. Muggleborn, but he's super messy, apparently. So. Um, she's like, oh, okay. I thought that I thought all muggles were messy, but I guess not. I can't remember. Can you remind me, or do we not need to get into the the Tonks family history? She's oh a, no, we can't. Yeah, so she's right. 
Yeah. Uh, she's related to Bellatrix specifically because her mom is Bellatrix and Narcissa's sister. So the three of them are all sisters. Oh. Nymph Andromeda? Yeah, Andromeda, Narcissa, and Bellatrix are all sisters. Okay, okay, okay. So she's, um, and then they're okay. the cousins of the Blacks. So yeah. Tonks so, but, is Sirius' second Andro cousin. Andromeda married uh, a muggle Ted boy? Tonks. Mm -hmm. Which Ted is why Tonks. she was like disowned by the family. Ah, uh, um, I couldn't remember that part. Ted and Tonks? later when yeah Ted Tonks Ted that's Talks. funny yeah Ted Talks <laughs> Ted Talks yeah. um yeah when we meet her later she looks so much like Bellatrix that Harry actually thinks she's Bellatrix for a second but she has like dark brown hair I don't instead remember of black. that we meet Andromeda so that'll be oh fun. yeah yeah it's that'll great be a fun surprise for me yeah I won't tell you when. that does not um, happen in the movies I can guarantee that <laughs> no we don't get to meet her you're right. Um, so they're out, uh, thinking that they were nominated for a best kept long competition. Uh, they weren't, so they're going to be pretty upset when they come back. Petunia is just going to be devastated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, Nymphadora Tonks, we find out, does not like to go by Nymphadora. She likes to go by Tonks. Um, and then there are also the people, the other wizards and witches that are there include... Uh, Elpheus Doge, Daedalus mm -hmm. Diggle, Emmeline mm -hmm. Vance, Sturgis Podmore, and Hestia Jones. And can't forget Kingsley Shacklebolt. We have arrived. I don't know how much we even need to talk about it. He is singled out. He is literally, because I noted that I noticed this. He is singled out. This is the first character in this book series that is singled out as being black. She calls him black. She says he's a large, bald yeah. black man. Yeah. She's never used that description for anybody else before. And I think it's the first black adult character. Like, we have met black students, but no adults that were black. This is why I don't buy when she was like, Hermione always was black in my head. And I'm like, no, because you would have said that. <laughs> don't, don't do this. Don't do this. Not that Hermione couldn't be black, but like you didn't write it that way. Don't be like. You didn't say uh, it. Yeah, yeah. It would be one thing if she was like, I wrote it that way. And then the publisher was nervous that they, audiences wouldn't connect to a black character. So they had to remove it. That's one thing. That is never what Jill was said. She's always said, just in my head, she's always been black. Because I said she had curly hair. Shut up! Shut up! You said she had. First off, you said. <laughs> first off, you said she had bushy hair, bitch. So, like, what are you trying to say? Oh That's even God. worse. If you're like, well, I said she had bushy hair, so obviously she's black. It's like, Joe, you're one step away from like saying nappy. It's so bad. She. Sucks. I'm just saying. It's just she bad. Sucks. Yeah. But there's no no. There's no way that she actually saw her as black. Then Emma Watson would not have played Hermione. I'm sorry. And then also, because like we've had the conversation that like originally I we think Lavender Brown was portrayed by a black girl in the movies, and then they yeah, switched she was. to a white girl when she had a character she became a love portray. interest. Um, which that's not great either. Don't call <laughs> just the last name Brown. Oh yeah, that too. Right, right. Yeah, that too. Yeah. It's just bad. I just don't know why where I would like to ask her where the in, is is Shacklebolt 
a normal English last name? English listeners, someone tell me. (laughs) I guarantee you it's not. Uh, Would you like to know what the origin of the word nymph is? Yeah. Um, Because obviously we all know that it's a mythological spirit of nature imagined as a beautiful maiden inhabiting rivers, woods, or other locations. That's what I But the actual word nymph, um, which is a late Middle English word, comes originally from Greek, uh, which means bride. Oh, did not know that. Shocked by. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wow. Because nymphomaniac (laughs) is someone who's obsessed with sex. So yeah, where is this coming from? Yeah, interesting. Anyway, I feel like I mean, it's such a shame because uh, Kingsley is such a good character in terms of just like kind of what he represents. Actual like characterization. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but there is just it's just girl. Why? Why does his last name have to be Shacklebolt? Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I my favorite part about Kingsley is the that he's the double agent. That's my favorite part of his character. He's the one that's the double agent in the in terms of the horrors. Like yeah, you would yeah. think that he's he doesn't care about anything to do with the um the Order of the Phoenix, uh, but he's like very much working with the order of the phoenix so uh all of these people are here as his guard and they're going to transport him to their headquarters with broomsticks so i would just like to say this is the first time where it's like actually explained why we can't travel through flu powder so thank you she did the work we've been asking (laughs) she did the work we asked for for four books Yes, that's all I needed was just, okay, why can't they travel? Why do they have to travel by broomstick? Oh, that's why? Okay, thank you. Like, it was Mm -hmm. so quick and so easy. So she is able to do it. She's able to explain. Right. So Tonks ends up helping Harry pack up his stuff. Um, And while this is happening, she casually changes her violet hair to bubblegum pink and then reveals that she is a metamorph magus, to which Harry's like, huh? Muggleborn, how what is that? And she's like, I can just like a change change my appearance at will whenever I want to. Um, and so I guess that we've talked about, oh yeah, <laughs> yes, Adam. <laughs> Your face. I I this scene bumped me when she like changes her appearance, and I think oh, okay. it's just because it's so clunky in the way it's like done. Like, I get that your idea for Nymphadora is that she, like, can change her appearance and that's, like, cool and it's, like, a cool right. other thing that we have never heard about yeah. in the world and blah, blah, blah. But they, like, just go up to his room and she immediately is like, do you like my hair? I'm going to change it. I was <laughs> like, There's no way that that's what's on anyone's mind. I'm sorry. Even if you're trying to describe her as, like, she's a little bit more fun and a little bit more flighty, like, than, like, those yeah, serious, yeah. like, Mad-Eye Moody. I still right. was like, you're just doing this so that you can, like, present this idea it's not like for the actual like yeah it's not buried in the scene correctly for me that was all but i do like her character i think she's the best probably female character so far in the book series like in yeah terms yeah of, like, right initial introduction being introduced well mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And there's not, it's not so much surround. Well, I guess it is surrounding her physical appearance and the fact that she can change her physical appearance, but like there's other characteristics about her that aren't like advertly feminine. Like she's like clumsy. Like there's, she just has more, she's like a fully rounded female character. There's just like, and she has mm-hmm. a job. She like clearly did really well when she was, when she got inducted into the league of Aurors. Like mm-hmm. there's just more about, we get more depth with her. Um, yeah. She's not just a mom or a, I don't know, gossipy girl. Yeah. Or, or the, a mean, the a mean shrew. Bookworm. Yeah. A mean yeah. shrew or the bookworm. Like they're all, these yeah, are yeah. all just kind of like whatever. So, um, uh, yeah, she says that she's a metamorph magus. Uh, she also shares that she is an auror and Kingsley is an auror. Um, and she like just joined basically. Like she's like a, a new auror. Um, and she aced the like disguise section, whatever. <laughs> she, I mean, imagine she, she did, did really well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did really well for that part. Um, but apparently mm-hmm. you just have to be born one. You can't like learn mm-hmm. it. So she just, sure. she was just born one. Um, in terms of just because, you know, I just, because JK is such a turf, I just want to talk about the idea of, of Tonks being a trans character in this moment <laughs> because JK would hate it. I feel like this could, obviously she didn't intend for it to be like someone who was like non-binary or whatever. Cause she of course would never do that because gender roles are important yeah i do like the idea of tonks being more of like a non-binary you know or identifying in the queer space i really like that being something that we can see in tonks yeah and Mm -hmm. also the fact that a lot of us ship lupin and sirius and then Lupin ends up with Tonks. I just feel like it adds to the narrative that they are the queer characters in the world. Right. The three of them. I feel like it. I'm going to believe it. That's going to be my. That's my canon. If you had the chance to have sex with someone who could change their appearance at will. Girl. The role play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Don't even put that in my mind. I'm like, here are my requests. <laughs> here's here's it my list. It seems to me like if you can change your entire physical, you can alter your physicality. Yeah. It seems to me like you, you can, can change, change it all. A lot. A lot can be changed. You can change a lot going on. <laughs> Upstairs, downstairs, um, all around stairs, yeah. you know, anywhere. It's like, uh, what is it? Mystique? Mystique in X-Men? In X-Men, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's interesting that this is, like, Tonks is not, she's not a nefarious character, and almost all of the, like, ways that characters can change their appearance so far in this book series is, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, deceptive, and it's wrong. Whereas, deceptive, like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. interesting that she's not portrayed that way, especially being that, like, no. Joe at this point has decided that anyone who looks other than what they were born as is like the satan so bad yeah yeah it's much more playful yeah so they go back downstairs after they finish packing and lupin mm-hmm. leaves a note for the dursleys which harry's like ah they're gonna hate it <laughs> um 
And then Moody puts a disillusionment charm on Harry that basically makes him a human chameleon. So he just like blends in with whatever is around him. Right. Um, and then they and then they take off. They are in the sky. They're flying. Harry is at first he is just so relieved to be out of the Dursley's house and to be flying up in the air, up in the air again. He's just like, oh, right. yes, I'm free back on my broom. Um, and then Moody is <laughs> directing them through the air. I loved this. It's like, oh, veering slightly southeast. All right. And now we're going to go to the north. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, oh, great, great. I want, I want, I do want a chapter. I wish we had gotten like a little bit of they get home and then they get the note. Cause like, do you think they believe? Oh, the Dursleys. The no- <laughs> yeah. So they're aware yeah. at this point that like Voldemort's after. Right. Harry. Yeah. I would be like, oh, then they've definitely killed Harry. Like, what is a note going to do? Anyone can write a note. They'd either see him there in their mind. They're like, there would have been a struggle and like blood sure. or like he, okay. his body would have been here. I guess all his stuff is gone too. So maybe they're like, fine, yeah. he must have left. Um, and I'm sure Dumbledore maybe sent a note or something to be like, he's fine. Maybe. <laughs> Another howler. I took him away. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So uh, at first he's happy, but then like it's really cold. So he's like, he starts shivering and he's having a really hard time seeing through the ice cold air that's flying into his eyeballs. Um, And then finally, after an hour of flying in the cold air up in the stratosphere, um, Moody like originally is like, we should double back. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, this bitch. Okay, this is good though, because she's writing him to be like that paranoid person. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I I'm glad we're continuing with that. Cause it is like, it's like, oh yeah, this is why it was so easy for someone to pretend to be moody, because he is just fucking paranoid all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one believes him. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they finally start the descent and land in the middle of a small square. Uh, And Mm -hmm. Moody has the put-outer that he got from Dumbledore, we're assuming. Um, And he puts out Mm -hmm. all the lights on the street. And then he also – and then he hands Harry a piece of – a parchment. A piece of parchment that says, The headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix may be found at number 12 Grimald Place, London. And that's it. That's the chapter. And that's it. That's the chapter. I do like um, the, like, little – rapport that like moody and tonks have in the sky yeah she keeps, yeah like yelling at him it's very funny yeah. um i was so fascinated that people call him mad eye to his face <laughs> i was like oh i no one says alistair it must be no, like his like moody. his team name or something his drag name adam is his drag name his drag name yeah yeah it's his drag name i'm sorry you're right mad eye mad eye um, girl well, that wraps up this chapter. Next week, we'll be reading chapter four, number 12. Oh, chapter four called number 12, Grimald Place. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts, as well as video versions on the Ableverse YouTube channel and on Spotify. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so we can get a perfect Newt score, five stars only, or else you'll be forced to fly on a broom for hours while freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. I said that like a news reporter. You don't want that. 
You did. Uh, don't don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HBAnxious or YouTube and TikTok at The Ampliverse. We are hosted on Anchor and recorded on Zencaster, so thank you to the both of them, and we are a proud member of The Ampliverse. Check them out at TheAmpliverse.com. Thank you, Ari. You're welcome. Thank you. And as always, scourgeify. <laughs> I actually have to do that. As, al- as, as always. <laughs> as always, go clean. Go clean your homes, people. Okay, bye. Bye.